literally nothing. It's all fake. We're in a simulation. This is all fake. It's glitching. Nothing is real. We're just living on a floating rock. (laughs) Nothing matters. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to OK Go Off. Today we have two very special guests, my friends from high school, Kayla and Sierra. So if y'all want to introduce yourself, talk about um, what you're doing on social media and everything. (laughs) All right. Hey y'all. My name is Kayla. I'm Sierra. (laughs) And we have a podcast called Double Bagged. We just got started about a couple of months ago. And so weekly, we try to get ready uh, and just reflect on our week, things that have inspired us, as well as just our own growing pains as we settle into adulthood and try to move past uh, college and move further into our careers so that is what we do what we talk about every sunday um right now we're on instagram live soon we hope to move to another platform but yeah we go live every sunday around six ish so yes six ish i love hearing you guys go on instagram live i think before when you would do like the get ready with me's or like drink with me's like Mm -hmm. i love them this feels like i'm hanging out (laughs) with them yeah, that's the goal. That's really the goal. Like a catch-up sesh with like my best, my bestie. And yeah. we just get up there, we talk, we engage with everyone. And I really love it. It's so it's like really refreshing, honestly. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool having like a platform and using social media and like, you know, there are influencers you just post like, I got this bag or I got whatever, like yeah. very sh- like surface shallow. Yeah, yeah surface like, level. It's cool to kind of break away from that and use social media to like interact with people or build communities. And- yeah, for yeah. Sure. definitely. I think uh, people sleep on the power of connecting through social media with people that you would have never come across. And while I think the internet can be a very interesting place, I also think it's such a cool way to connect and interact and like build those relationships um, with people that could be halfway across the world. So yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, so do you want to tell us about what you're doing right now, um, career-wise, and just, like, who y'all are? Yeah. Take it away, Okay, so I currently am in the military. I'm in the Air Force. I do not think I'm, I'm – I know I'm not going to make this career. Um, I'm due to get out probably, like, the next year or so, and – I really would like to move more into like really building my own like kind of brand platform to kind of like be my own boss. I think being in the military, like I've had to follow so many rules or just kind of like so many aspects of my life is being regulated or controlled by different people. And like, I just, the more that I grow into myself and the things that I know that I like and I want to do, it's constricting and I almost feel like it's trapping. So like, Mm. I definitely don't see myself staying in. Um, Yeah, Um, I don't know where else to go with that. No, that's great, that's great. (laughs) I think we're all like, I I mean, at least speaking for my own personal self is like, I'm in such a weird transition in my life and I've done a lot of customer service work especially like working in the company that I am now that I will not say on this podcast, but y'all know where I work, um, that I've had to deal, especially during a global pandemic, like I've had to deal with people and I definitely know I do not want to do customer service for the rest of my life. So, (laughs) okay. So I, um, am a second grade teacher. I teach all subjects. So that's, I teach virtually. Um, yeah, I love my kiddos. I am a part of the Teach for America Corps program. So they like relocated me here to Dallas, um, helped me get set up with my job. And my commitment is also about to be done in about a year. So yeah. I'm also in this weird transitional space where I'm like, I really love being in the classroom, but I also, um, 
don't really love the way that I feel like people glorify the overworking of teachers and overextending of yourself and the fact that I feel like in my workplace that is what's recognized and applauded and I just don't necessarily want teaching to be my entire life so uh just thinking forward in terms of what I might want to do once my commitment is over and where I might want to go so I relate to that so much it's like I think social work is similar in the sense that people expect you to make it your life like Mm -hmm. it just takes over everything and definitely not the goal like I want work-life balance everybody wants that um yeah so it's hard when your field kind of glorifies that and makes it the norm Mm -hmm. like the thought of the thought of like picking a career where like I don't know I won't be able to prioritize my self-care or like Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of daunting it makes you like makes me take a step back and think yeah (laughs) when I was doing theater because I mean that was like the only thing I knew I was doing theater from seventh grade on until like a year ago and then you know theaters aren't a thing right now um and it's always been like you give your whole life into the art and it's nice if you're like in high school and college and like that's your you know you're just studying it but when I really thought about it you know like I don't know. I I just, I want to be able to take vacations. I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to have a family. And if I'm so dedicated to this art form that honestly is kind of destructive at the end of the day, just like I found myself so stressed out. I wasn't taking care of my body or my mental health um, that like, you know, I needed to reevaluate things and what I really wanted. Um, But yeah. So do we want to talk about success? Like what have you seen, because we all are going through this transition right now um, of figuring out what we want to do with our lives. Um, so what do you think your idea of success is and like how has it evolved until now? Ooh, I, <laughs> I know it's a big question. <laughs> I know that's like a loaded question. I love it though. Um, I will say for myself, up until maybe three years ago, my idea of success was having a large amount of money. And that to me was like the pinnacle. Once I reached this astronomical amount of money in my bank account, I would be like, okay, I'm successful. I feel like um, just through the course of educating myself and talking to different people and entering into spaces where I felt like it was more, um, money was more easily accessible to me. I reevaluated that and I think that now my definition of success is happiness. So I feel like it's such a such a cliche thing, it's such a small thing, but it's something that so many people are searching for. And mm-hmm. I will I know that I feel the most successful when I feel like I am pleased with my outer reality, when I am happy, when I'm able to uh recognize things even if they're tough that they are lessons or things that are gonna just push me forward and uh just being able to be free I feel like that is what success is to me happiness and freedom yeah yeah and I would say the same like especially heavy on the freedom part because um like life can feel trapping at times and so like For me, where I am right now, I just want to have freedom on all levels. So like financial freedom and like freedom with the time that I have, freedom with to be able to do and travel freely. And so success, like for me previously, success was kind of like the typical thing where it's like you have have your family, you have your... um, your great job that you get um so many days of like time off from this job and all of these different things it's like the the typical american household middle class american household that was my freedom dream for a while and it wasn't until i really took the time and like understanding who i am and kind of what i want at my core and what people want at you know at a core level of just like to being able to connect with people like that i realized that like maybe the success that I thought I wanted isn't necessarily what I want anymore. Yeah. 
I don't know about you guys, but I feel like with COVID-19, like last year, well, last summer was like rough for a lot of reasons, but I feel like it had a big reflection of like, oh, this is how society, you know, wants you to have a white picket fence, like the middle Mm -hmm. class, that level of success, having a certain amount of money in your bank account. And then it's like, maybe I don't want to do the typical nine to five. Maybe that's not what's going to make me happy. Maybe I want to be my own boss or like branch out. And so like, I don't know, last year, I feel like I just reframed my mindset on a lot of things. And now the goal is happy. Yeah. Yeah. And it almost yeah. makes me feel because I feel like all of us have said something along the lines of like this work life balance that we're kind of struggling to kind of figure out right now. And it's like, is that the American way? Because yeah. I even, <laughs> I even like, because I would love to hear you guys' perspective of like when you guys went over to Ireland, like what was it like the whole, like the work life balance over there? Because you hear like in Europe, it's like they have two-hour lunch breaks and like Mm -hmm. all over the world like where there's this time this moment within every day to break and kind of refresh when uh, in America it's like work 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 you get two days off for leave bless up and then you're back to you know the normal so how was it over there with that yeah I would say just from like just surface level observation I think in Ireland, at least, they really value conversation and like face to face, just sitting down and just okay. chatting and having a cup of tea, um, at like a small cafe or something like that. It just felt like time was slowed way down that like they really took time to take in each other and take in the setting. Um, and like part of our prep actually was that um this idea of like listening to a conversation and like hearing people speak and really understanding like where somebody's coming from um and I feel like Americans we just like jump on the conversation and like we um we think about what to say while that person is speaking Mm. so that was like part of our I don't know like training or prep was to understand how to listen um yeah I feel like here everybody's always burned out (laughs) Oh, yeah. even if we get our, don't our talk about it. burnout uh, is so real. Yeah, I feel like is. I'm burnt out from being burnt out, and I'm exactly. burnt out from hearing the phrase burnt out. It's like, <laughs> I saw yes. a phrase, I'm gonna try to find it a phrase the other day to describe, like, I thought it described pretty well what a lot of people are feeling with COVID and everything. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, that it's word languishing, and the definition yeah. was. A name for the blah you're feeling, the void between depression and flourishing, the absence of well-being. It can dull your motivation and focus, and it may be the dominant emotion in 2021. And I feel mm. like that kind of describes, like, we're past burnt out. Where do you go after that? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, I, we're also past the fear of it because we know a bit more yeah. about what it is and how to stay safe. And now that we have the vaccine and everything, yeah. um, now it's just like, well, we can do these events and these like we can traveling we can see family again but like we still don't know exactly when um and it's also so my boyfriend and I are long distance and we don't get to see each other too too much but like when we do half of the time that I'm visiting him I'm just thinking like I have to leave you know Mm. so it's that feeling of, of the part of that language is like you're not fully present. And even if it's something positive that's happening, you can't fully accept that it's a good thing because you know, like, well, it's like, it's not going to be that good later on, you know? And like, yeah. this is not very lasting. Yeah. And it was that feeling when Cameron sent me that post, I was like, fuck, like, that's how <laughs> I've been feeling. And I didn't know that there was a word for it. And it's kind of comforting, but also kind of scary that like, I'm confronted confronting that I'm like oh Mm -hmm. yeah that is what I'm feeling it's rough yeah Yeah, I feel like um this why it's like an every year thing it's not really particular but like waking up Mm -hmm. and seeing black people be murdered on the news and like on top of COVID deaths and all that it's just like oh my god it's like heavy weight that we can't do anything about on top of like on top of like how stressful it is to be in your 20s nobody talks about that your 20s it kind of it's kind of shitty right now um, so that on top of all the the national news and like death murders and everything it's just yeah. like jesus when can we get a break yeah, yes and how do we I take care like, of ourselves right i feel like definitely always 
thinking about self-care and what that actually looks like and what that actually feels like to be like I'm taking care of myself and like your inner child and keeping yourself motivated and like you said I think so so much of the time it's like oh your 20s are fun you get to turn up and it's like no I'm struggling everyone around me is struggling we don't know what we're doing we're confused we're like (laughs) pushed into the real world into adulthood and having to make all of these decisions and I know for myself always feeling like oh I better make the right decision because I don't want to do the wrong thing or go down the wrong path and just all of the scary things that come with that but I think also I went through a period last year where um once I graduated and once I moved here to Dallas having like this constant feeling of dread almost where I was like something bad is gonna happen I don't know what I don't know when I don't know how but something bad is gonna happen so hearing you hearing you relate that to COVID definitely has me rethinking like that probably played a major part in it and I didn't even realize it when I was in it but now reflecting I can see it yeah what are some ways that you guys practice (laughs) self-care what time time is it in Texas (laughs) the time is currently 11 41 but guess what it's five o'clock somewhere. Okay, hey, it's brunch time. We're in the audience. Kayla just lifted up a, a wine glass, um, yes. and it does not have water in it. So. <laughs> it's most definitely a form of alcohol. Yes. Um. Hey, I mean, I made quite a few cocktails during like shutdown. Like that was my thing. Is yes. like I don't know. I just like. Up oh, three o'clock. I guess it's time to have a cocktail. Nothing <laughs> yeah. else to do. Feel like that. working through, like senior year finals, just like having like a mimosa in my hand and like. That actually out. sounds lovely. Like yeah, I see no problems with that. <laughs> the dream, Me and I feel like I definitely can relate to spending a lot of the latter part of my senior year with something in my hand, where I was like, oh yeah let's get through this let's finish yeah. this thing on a mm-hmm. yeah. yeah before um, when I was still at college before I had to move back home because of COVID it was coffee and then it transitioned to a cocktail um yeah yeah be like that. alcohol's <laughs> pretty magical yeah. I will say I but like other than dr- <laughs> drinker in school like oh yeah I only drank around other people and now I'm just starting to appreciate like the beauty of just sitting alone having a glass of wine or like whatever yeah mm-hmm. also that idea of like being alone I was so bad at that I was mm. like in college I like felt if people had plans or I was invited to them or everybody had something else to do like I was crushed and I would also like hate to be alone like I did not like it I didn't like like to be in my room I would take myself to target like just to distract myself from my own mind and then you know once COVID happened you're like alone with yourself all the time Mm -hmm. and I live with my parents um and all my siblings are way older they have moved out they're married they have babies so like it's just me and my parents and it took up until probably like three months ago for me to be completely comfortable and like crave alone time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that's like kind of my self-care is like shutting out the world and just like, honestly, like listening to myself and listening to my thoughts and not shutting myself out. Um, Cause I just feel like you can't, you can't fix the world until you can fix yourself. Yeah. How do you feel like you coming to a place of like, almost like, I don't know how to explain it, but like now you're okay with yourself. How do you feel like that's improved your life? Mm, it has improved my relationships. Mm. Like with my parents, I feel like I'm not as snippy with them as I used to. With my boyfriend, I feel like we can communicate a lot better. Um, and just with my like friendships, I feel like I, I can be more present. Um, mm. Yeah. Because, you know, if I'm like, if I'm like, whoa, Kat, like you need to check in with yourself. Um, I notice that. And I'm like, 
I love you, but I need to take a step back. And it's not you. It's really not you. It's actually me. And I need to work on myself a little bit. Um, yeah. So I, I think like what's most changed is, is my relationships with, with other people, but also like my relationship with my body and like finally loving and accepting like I have come to this like final form so far of like womanhood (laughs) (laughs) of like okay like this is my body and my body can take me places and I can do amazing things with my body and that is a beautiful thing um but yeah that that journey took a long time too yeah yeah so that's my own like personal successes and then now I'm working on like those professional successes (laughs) Um, something that I wrote down while we were talking earlier was um, like just not giving a shit. And I feel like that's something I saw in you guys all throughout high school. And I like in high school, I was very shy. And, <laughs> and I just admired that so much. So much. And I feel like I've just gotten to the point in my life. Wow. The truth comes out. About. No, like Kayla and Sierra were like those girls. They always had their, their life. Like you guys just look very poised and like you didn't let people's BS seemingly bother you so like, yeah I think <laughs> the keyword is that. seemingly seemingly and I think that yeah. I might have like didn't I might not have given enough of a shit where it might have been like <laughs> I probably should have cared just a little just more, more. <laughs> especially on the latter years of high oh. school because oh, I tell yeah. you <laughs> I made it through Grace was okay but Sierra as a person was not like, I don't feel like, I feel like now I'm a very more humane person, if that even, (laughs) it's just, Sierra really has some work to do, so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like as I have anxiety and like in high school, I didn't really know about it, so it was, you know, it's like kind of worse when you don't know what you don't know, Mm -hmm. Um, so like (laughs) looking at y'all from the outside and seeing you just not let people bother you and like, I don't know. I always admired that. And I feel like I just wanted to hear your opinions on it. If you had any advice for people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like, I think it's great because you actually having that time, like Catherine said, like taking the time for yourself to actually understand like who you are and like giving your space, like giving yourself that space to just kind of sit in your own thoughts. That was a lot of the reason why, um, or like a reason why it's helped me now, like be able to just kind of not care so much what other people think, because it's like, you don't have to deal with me when like you're gone from me. Like I have to deal with myself 24 seven, seven days a week. So I'm gonna make sure that I put myself and myself needs first. And not in every aspect, but just like 80% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Write that down. Write that down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My sister is about to be a senior in high school and just like hearing about dumb high school stuff. I'm like, oh my God, the things you stress about and like the friend group drama and whatever. It's just, oh my gosh. So bogus. (laughs) So petty. Yeah. Yeah. I think throughout my mom would just constantly say to me like Kayla this is not gonna matter in 10 years and so even though that you know uh what is it your frontal lobe or whatever oh yes developing yeah I don't don't care about 10 years from now in my mind I'm like I don't even I'm not even gonna care about y'all in 10 years and like you said just yeah literally nothing it's all fake we're in a simulation this is all fake <laughs> it's glitching nothing is real it's we're not. just living on a floating rock <laughs> nothing matters oh wow it's such weird. a dangerous new mindset that i have i'm like i, I know cameron put that idea in my head and i'm like wait it changes your you mind you. nothing matters yeah. i can do anything you can literally yeah. do whatever yeah. you want That's and so also funny. i've just so been telling dangerous. myself like like the other day I was like oh my god being embarrassed is kind of a social construct like nobody yes. can make you embarrassed but but yourself. you, you just, yeah ignore it oh yeah hell yeah so that's true. Right. literally I think that is so like cause that's like giving too much of a damn what people think yeah 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 I like that I, really but I definitely feel like 
a lot of internal work has to go into getting to that point because mm-hmm. we are just conditioned to care about what the group oh thinks about us yes. or how we think other people perceive us. So I think that when you get to that point, it's definitely hard. And, you know, you have to reprogram a little bit. And like you said, be like, we're on a floating rock. Nothing really matters. <laughs> it's okay. To an extent, though. I feel like right. to an extent. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I feel like I was not at all responsible in high school because I just didn't give a shit. And I was just like. You didn't have to be. Like, yeah. Yeah. Literally exactly. that part, too. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like as Black women, we're like raised to be super like hyper focused on how we present ourselves to the world and like Mm -hmm. how we look to other people, how our hair looks, you know, everything. And so it's like so refreshing to kind of like remove yourself from that and Mm -hmm. come into your own, I guess. Yeah, I don't feel like it's necessary. (laughs) It's lucky necessary to have some type of sanity in this world that we live in, you know? And I think realizing too that the world doesn't even know what it likes in terms of, I think, especially uh, how we as women, we as Black women are constantly scrutinized for how we look and how we show up in spaces. And it's like, most people cannot even tell you the difference between concealer and foundation. So... why does your opinion even matter literally literally or (laughs) even like in terms of people getting uh cosmetic work done where it's like you have so many people i i feel like especially now they get work done or just do things right (laughs) and then pretend like they don't and then now it's like pushing this impossible beauty standard on people and it's Mm -hmm. like they don't even look the way that you think they look especially in the age of instagram everything is retouched nothing is real so you will be like downing yourself because you don't look a certain way and not even realize that person don't even really look like that so it's Mm -hmm. like Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like a direct at to Chloe Kardashian because <laughs> <laughs> her, she's so toxic on Instagram. Oh my gosh, yeah. And also, like they they do those things because they're insecure of yeah. their own selves. Yeah. And so yeah, they create beauty standards out of nothing. I don't know how, but but they also pull beauty standards from cultures and traditions that are not their own. Yeah. Um, from black culture and it's like yes. and they now, take credit for but, it right yes. and before and before that it was considered ugly taboo you know and not yeah. not a yeah. beautiful thing yeah. right and so now like these rich white ladies are like oh yeah I have a thick ass perfect <laughs> right. and if you exactly. watch all the the media from like early 2000s um if somebody thought they had a big butt they'd be like oh my god I have to fix it whatever yeah and then yeah. the Kardashians do it when black women and people have been like fuller size, curvy, whatever, forever, but it yeah. wasn't popular until Kylie yeah. Kardashian got surgery, like yeah. or Kylie Jenner. But it's so, <laughs> I think, um, I think especially as black women, I think it's really important to come to the realization. I know, at least for myself, it was that I will never get my own sense of beauty from the eyes of white validation because it's just like from the time that I was a child everything naturally that is on me or grows from me I've been told that it's wrong I need to change it I need to do it a different way so it's like I cannot find validation in someone who off the bat has already told me that everything about me is wrong because they want to sell me all of these products and all of this stuff so that I can fall into the trap of this unattainable beauty standard. So I think like defining your own definition of what it means to be beautiful to yourself and focusing on your inner beauty, the part that no one can see and knowing that that will radiate out. Yes, truly. And then I also like, like, what you were saying, defining your own beauty standards. I had to, for me, for a while, like, I feel like I just had this complex about being darker. And I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? Like, 
it wasn't until like I was probably like 21 that I started to like reshift the the people that I would even keep on my phone like so you know how you have like a screensaver and stuff like that the people that I would follow all these people I made sure that they looked like me or that they mm -hmm. were somebody who I could see similarities within myself because like mm -hmm. when you start like programming yourself with stuff that is reassuring to who you are like it really will make you feel better like and I like I feel I'm I'm black and lovely, baby. And I'm black and beautiful. <laughs> I'm saying, and it wasn't until a few mm -hmm. years ago, literally like two years ago, that I got to a place that I was okay and comfortable with who I was. But it was because yeah. I had to start redirecting what I assigned as beautiful. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Mm -hmm. Going to a um, PWI, like freshman year, mm -hmm. all my sweet mates, well, I think everybody in my hall was white. And like, I just I feel like this isn't even like racial but like body comparison and things like that like my roommate was like six skinny like I think she was like zero maybe a double zero and it mm. made me feel like oh my gosh I need to be smaller my body isn't built the same way as hers like she's a zero I'm gonna be a four or like whatever but like and I was going through my twitter the other day and I tweeted freshman year like something about losing weight or something I didn't need to do that but it's just so interesting mm. thinking about like if you surround yourself with people who are like, I don't know, it's about the people who you surround yourself with. You have to be really careful because yeah. it can lead to comparison, even like career wise. Like you just have to recognize, I guess, that like yeah. everybody's in different chapters of their life and you can't compare yeah. your spawn yeah. their spawn. Yeah. I like talking about what Sierra was saying of like following people that you find inspiring that you want to that you find yourself in like I stopped following people from college because you know I don't know I like I would open my Instagram and see that they're doing these amazing things and like I'm proud of you that's awesome but then I would be like I'm not doing that I'm living mm -hmm. at home I'm working at as a barista and so for me like it took you know unfollowing them as a, like a step towards self-care um, mm, and like sure. stop comparing myself and that that idea of like centering yourself around people with like because body image was such a like a rough thing for me like body dysmorphia and that was just something as I was growing up and like finding my like new body in college um, of like uh, yeah my freshman year roommate was stick was a stick and she was like almost six foot and I'm five two mm. you know thick thighs little tummy love it I love her <laughs> she's great you know I'm strong and and that took a long time to realize that like I am healthy and this is just yeah. how I look um so and I also really you can eat that damn pizza eat that ice cream literally Who gives a shit if it tastes good, <laughs> eat it. And that was yeah. like, oh, food shame. Oh my gosh. Uh, and like in college, when you like have dining halls and, thing, and things like that, like about, if I was stressed out, like I would like have one, two, three plates of food. Mm. So stress also, eating is real. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. Stress, stress eating, eating is, is so real. real. It's a problem. Yeah. I, <laughs> I remember seeing something on, it might've been Twitter and it was like, women will be out here built like whole maternity goddesses like and be feeling like it's something wrong with their body and I definitely can relate to like the body image the body dysmorphia like having to come into my own and be like you know what I even if I have certain goals for myself making sure that they are health-centered and not really like for how I'm going to look but more so how I feel and being okay with how I look right now because knowing that like I feel like in college um just due to diet changes and then as well as like uh being sick a lot between like my freshman to like senior year I lost a lot of weight and even then, like, being, like, I still feel the way I felt when I was 40, 50 pounds heavier. I don't mentally feel any difference. So knowing that it's, like, inner work you have to do because you could go on every diet, do all of these things, but if in your mind 
you're not addressing why you don't feel comfortable in your body or why you have these certain views, it, it doesn't matter what you change. You're always going to be looking to do something else because you'll never be satisfied. Mm, yeah. Very true. I feel like I have gotten to the point mentally where I'm like, okay, my body is how it is. And, but on the bright side, I want to start working out because I know that's good for you, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, God made me this way. I don't need to. <laughs> my motivation is like gone. And it's like, yeah. Cameron, you've gotten too confident and take it down. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep that ego in check, hon. Wait, what? And that's how it should accent? be. Oh, yeah. What do you I think? think? That's, I, want, yeah. I want you to Ooh. tell me what you yeah. think first. I think I should know, but I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to guess wrong. <laughs> it's okay if you do. It's okay. I yeah. feel like, Sarah, are you, a, are you a cancer? No, but I love cancers. My That's mom's a cancer. a cancer. I'm Aquarius. Oh, I don't know much about Aquarius. I don't either. Do you feel like you exhibit like the stereotypes of Aquarius? An Aquarius? Yeah, I'm very much <laughs> free spirit and I very much cut people off very quickly, but I'm learning um like I'm learning to perfect that side of myself because yeah. 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 Kayla, I don't know. I have like multiple guesses. <laughs> if I didn't know Kayla, I would think she was a Leo. Low-key. Really? Yeah. Wow, I was just kind of thinking that. Bro, <laughs> I was like, they might say Leo. I feel like I'm giving Leo. Maybe it's the hair. Maybe I'm giving Leo vibes to that. Say Aries. Maybe. Aries. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not an Aries. My mom's an Aries. I am a Capricorn. Oh. Oh, yeah, I also so don't know gay. much about Capricorns. <laughs> oh, I know all signs. Guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Now Why you have do a I guess. feel like I feel like Cameron is? I feel like she low key is a Pisces. I'm getting mm-hmm. cancer. I'm getting water vibes. Or right. I'm a Gemini. A Gemini? I know. It's surprising. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Dang. That's probably why I vibe with you, but like. Aquarius and Gemini's vibe really well. Really? Mm, I yeah. always, I only know compatibility where like, if I have a crush on someone, I'll like look yeah. at, I'll look at the zodiac yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, it's not going to work. Like, oh, this isn't going to work. He's a Leo. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, mm, okay. Let me see. Okay. You, you guess for Catherine. Okay. I, I'm getting, are you a, <laughs> Mm, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you a Virgo? <laughs> no, okay. but I that could make sense, I guess. But no, I'm not a Virgo. Okay, go see, go see Eric. Oh, I, I'm guessing too. Yay! All right, let's see. Why? I don't know why. I really don't know why. I'm getting sad. No, I was gonna say Sage. Really? I'm a Cancer. I am You're a, a Cancer. I'm a Cancer through <laughs> oh, and through. Wow. I okay. am such an emotional human being. Oh my gosh, that's dope though. Emotional intelligence is slept on. Yeah, it is, but it also can get you in trouble real fast. <laughs> and also, I feel like Cancers get so much shit because they're like, yeah. oh, like they're just so emotional, and they like they just turn on people so fast, which is like kind of true, but. Now I'm thinking back. It can be very loving. And now I'm thinking back to when you talked about being snippy with your parents. And I'm like, when I think of cancers, that's one of the things I think of, like them snipping at you with their claws. I'm a little snippy. snippy, Yeah. (laughs) I, because I can, like, I'm very sensitive. So, like, Mm -hmm. if somebody, if their tone is slightly off, I'm like, what's wrong? Did I do something (laughs) wrong? Why are you mad at me? What did I do? yeah <laughs> and maybe that's just like my anxiety I don't know but <laughs> yeah Cameron and I discovered I think that your zodiac signs come out when you're drunk and I want to get your opinion on this mm-hmm. do you think that that's true I okay how about Sierra I'll answer for you and you answer okay. for me oh okay, but I, I really gotta think like because I feel like Kayla's a cusp so she's like she has she has like Capricorn mm. tendencies and then she has a lot of Aquarius tendencies so like when we're lit like I feel like more of the Aquarius tendencies come out because me and Kayla have gotten into a lot of stuff <laughs> <laughs> especially 
when we have been lit and so it's like it's that free spirit within us mm, both yeah, coming out yeah. so i can Cameron, see it i love like, to see it okay cameron that's like real quick what you were saying about us not giving a shit in high school me and sierra went through this phase where when we would go out and like crazy opportunities would present themselves we would look at each other and be like you trying to do it you with it i'm and with one it. of us be like fuck it we'd be like fuck it let's do I it love that. <laughs> i love that energy so much cameron and i are like i don't know i don't know <laughs> no i don't know oh my gosh i feel like, like we'd I... be at a club in ireland and we're like uh no i don't want to talk to no i don't want to talk to anybody like some guy was like can i buy you a drink and camera was like i'll just have some water you're gonna embarrass me well, i was cool. really i was really drunk by that point in my defense Ooh. but someone yeah. this guy from dubai came up and was talking to me and he bought me a, a yeah. big a big thing of cider <laughs> and i got so nervous because he was cute that i was like he was like oh do you want to go dance i said no <laughs> I walked away with this big bottle of alcohol from him and I looked over later in the night and he was like smoking a cigarette by himself in the corner and I was like oh I and the whole trip cat knows I was like I feel so I have so many regrets what if that was my future husband and I just ignored him the guy from Dubai wasn't he like a doctor I don't know but he's from Dubai so I feel like he was rich yeah because if you're from Dubai you obviously have money you know what yeah my boyfriend was telling me that like if you're from Dubai like you know how they have the license place thing so like Mm -hmm. the person with like the number one on the license plate like they pay like like a bazooka amount of money for that and then like when you lit like when you're born there like you're already like entitled to like a certain amount of like almost royalties just because of Mm -hmm. like their land or like the country itself has so many status yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i'm like so well, you want to fumble the bag, girl? I fumbled a bag no, 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 so no. hard, Sierra. You I think about it all it. the time. <laughs> you didn't fumble it. You didn't fumble it. Because what's meant for you will always find you. That's and you true. never know. You, know, you might what? come across him again. And I, yeah, and he stopped smoking at that point. A connection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> You'd be like, that exactly. Sir. We went back <laughs> to that same, or we almost went back to that same bar. And I was like, oh, I hope Mark's there. <laughs> he was amazing. I never saw that man again. Mark will find you if he's meant for you. Very yeah. true. I feel like I do turn yeah, into yeah. a big Gemini when I drink, though. Like, I feel like people don't normally think I'm a Gemini, but when I'm out, I'm like, I want to talk to everybody. I want to be everybody's yeah. best friend. Mm. And I remember when I came back, I was like, is this an, a Europe thing? I'm studying abroad. Like, people didn't want to talk to other to strangers at bars. And that is, like, my favorite thing to do. I love talking to strangers. That's so good. Also, like, if I can sit down and have a deep intellectual conversation with somebody at a bar, and I, like, that's the cancer side of me, I'm like, let's just sit down and, like, really talk about our emotions. And I would do that with everybody. Oh, my gosh. You're like, no, let's dance. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's sit down and really talk. Let's talk it out. Let's talk about your childhood traumas. Like, there was this guy at study abroad, and he was kind of a prick um and I was like I feel like like he had a girlfriend and he was hitting on this other girl at our trip and I was like what the hell are you doing and he was like yeah I I just I really like you guys I don't know why like you know I wish I could hang out with you I'm like why can't you why can't you Mm. hang out with us and he was like well I already have that group and I was like leave why you have Mm. to hang out with those girls because they're like you know prissy popular sorority girls and then he was like a frat guy and I was like just hang out with us. You can do yeah. whatever the hell you want. And he was like, yeah, I know. I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like really insecure about myself. And I'm like, yeah, let's talk about it. They were Come having on. the deepest <laughs> talk. Like it was on uh, the night of and my And it was birthday. on Cameron's birthday. <laughs> Cameron was like, can we just have some fun? Yeah. I felt I so like, bad. I'm trying to get drunk, guys. It was right. bizarre. Because they had never, like earlier in the trip, um, I'm trying not to say his name. We had poked at him because he's from Nova and he dresses like a very stereotypical like Nova frat boy. Oh, yeah. And he was like, you guys are being mean to me. me, me, me. <laughs> and then on my birthday, I like turn around like we're walking to another bar and they're having like this deep talk. And I was like, what is happening? What? <laughs> Who spiked your drink? I, like, think, I, I think he like, he started talking about like his family life and his relationship his with his dad. And I'm like, yeah, Ooh. come on, bring it out. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's see some healing. Yeah, let's go. 
was like, I, I can't it. wait That's until great, it's safe though. to go out and drink it's again. Like, yeah. Yes. There's so much people like literally keep behind this mask. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, like yeah. when you really can get to like the bottom, the nitty gritty with people and just like see what people are going through. It's like it's so much community within just that. Yeah. Yeah. Sierra, you're definitely a, a true Aquarius when you get lit like down to the conspiracy theories to like the oh. carefree. <laughs> you the need to carefree. tell us about that. Hold up, hold up. I need to know wait. about this conspiracy theories that the you com- believe. Wait, uh-huh. like, like nothing. Not, like, I can't think of anything off the dome, but I feel like Sierra is very open. I will go to down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I will like, go down it. Maybe you might be on what they see. Exactly. You maybe there yeah. actually are aliens like living amongst us. Oh, definitely. I, mean, I feel like there are. Right. That's what they say. Do you think they look like like you know how in movies they depict aliens? Or do you think they look like us? No, I think they I look, look like, like us. us. Yeah. I feel I like they look like, like us. I think too, what what about like YouTube stars, like YouTube makeup gurus? I think they they're aliens. Like James <laughs> Charles. <laughs> He's definitely hey, an alien. You know what? You I might be going to something. You might be going to something. Jeffrey Star. Oh, he's an oh, alien. Jeffrey Star is an alien. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Low key, anybody who's going to take. I guess a like any like skinny white dude. After. <laughs> after they get in wet, was he just in a car accident or something? Yeah. And like literally was laid out on the bed. Like Loki had a photo shoot. Yes. That's yes. alien energy. That's alien energy. Yeah, I don't engage with that man. I don't see anything he posts. I feel like I am real good at curating my social media. The foolishness, I that don't part. want to see it. Amen. And that sounds like my real line. foolishness. Really? Yeah. I don't understand yeah. why he's so, Jeffrey Star still has supporters. Like, because it's twenty twenty one. Say it, Caleb. <laughs> I feel like people are attracted to toxic energy. They're yes. like, wait, this isn't like they want to still follow him so that they know in case anything happens. Like, yeah, any yeah. Show they got the school. Yeah. Right. And I feel like, and I'm not going to lie, at one point in time, I used to watch Jeffree Star's videos and I even like got uh, some makeup from his, his collection and it wasn't terrible. But like once the things came out about different racist comments he had made oh, or different yeah. things he would do, I'm just like, I cannot. But I will say, I think the initial appeal also is people like to see people living in luxury. And he's a and very he luxurious a person. I remember he did a makeup tutorial in his Rolls Royce. Like if that is not oh yeah, next <laughs> level with, oh, with yeah. the Pomeranians, it's too much. Yeah, it's almost like gluttonous. <laughs> his little rat dogs. <laughs> After yeah. you respected Jackie Ina, I was like, I can't. You, you will not Came for the queen. the queen. No. The queen. Not you Auntie not Jackie. Jackie, I love her. Bro. Yeah, so he's definitely is an alien. Yeah, confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. Yeah. He is an alien. There you have it. Do y'all think the moon landing was real? Not to let go off the deep end, but. The moon landing was like what? Hold up, hold up. Do y'all think the moon landing was real? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know what? I feel like I think it's very interesting to hear people's perspective about it, like them thinking that we've never really been to space and like all of the pictures and photos that we have of space are stimulated and not real. I mean, hell, how are we supposed to know? Unless I was in a spaceship. Yeah, I was feel like our ancestors have already been to space like there's like mm. there's communities there's like tribes and stuff like Aztecs and all that stuff that were so like they were legit like together they had a whole mm. city and everything well um, I mean they like, also used to do human sacrifices I know y'all seen Apocalypto where they uh <laughs> y'all have never seen that movie no. I, I have not seen a podcast. Oh, right. <laughs> about this i don't know if it's it might be the mayan civilization but it's one of like those um indigenous civilizations here on this side of the world and they like 
come in, kidnap them, take them to the big city. They have this big rite of passage. And right before he's about to be sacrificed, there's an eclipse in the sky. And so they're like, that's the God telling us that he's satisfied, all of this stuff. And so when it's time for them to let them go, because they don't need them as sacrifices anymore, they have to like earn their way out to the point where like they told them to run in the field and they shot on one and were just shooting arrows trying to get y'all y'all have never oh seen my God. this girl no that this. sound oh. like a lot it's good <laughs> it's real and, my, and meanwhile his wife is back at the village and she was able to like hide with their son and she's pregnant so they show her like giving birth but she has to hide <laughs> like in the ground y'all that is so much that's oh, a lot. Yeah. That might have to be a movie um, I want. I'm gonna write it down. Yeah, my, my thing God. Is the Save Apocalypse. No. <laughs> <laughs> my thing with the moon landing, I don't know if I think it was fake per se, but why haven't we gone back? Why haven't we Ooh. been able to to regularly like like, like make a make a more of a substantial like yeah. Yeah, like why are we doing more up there? I know it's not that black and white, but I'm like Right. I don't know. My dad's mm. a, we're really into conspiracy. Do you want to know something crazy? Yeah. Cleopatra what? is closer in time with us than she is with the when they first built the pyramids. What? That's how old the Egyptian civilization was. That's dope. Wow. We need to go to Egypt. Oh, that that like, seriously. That would be a really crazy. cool trip. Yeah. Really though. I know that, that like I'm just yeah can, can y'all see that. it out in the desert I can I, see I, it I'm I can see the tournament and I can also see the camel that I'm not gonna ride but I will take pictures of walking because yeah. I don't want to get on <laughs> the camel I will back. not ride but yeah. I'll take pictures <laughs> next to it with a yeah. nice blowy chiffon type oh outfit. yeah yeah it's coming it's, out right there yes. it's a curly wig a bunch of it's, gold necklaces yeah yeah and oh, yeah giving. all of the jewelry big yes. earrings like yes oh, yeah. okay and we're here for it period yeah. Happy <laughs> on i can <now>. see it <laughs> <laughs> so we hit y'all up a year or two from now and we're like okay so we just booked these egypt. egypt tickets we'll meet you back um, there yeah you're gonna yeah. have to we'll start i'll point. start making the itinerary let's go let's do it honestly i'm about to go on i so never even thought about it. egypt and i was like wait hold up now i kind of really want to go yeah yes. yeah <laughs> it would be like okay. yeah. yes this is this is our accountability piece of it we are recording this forever in time so <laughs> it's on video let's it's on video so we this was so all over the place but i love it we talked about i don't know how the hell am i gonna make write the description for this episode yeah but anyway um it was so nice to meet y'all you seem so cool i can't wait to hang out for longer um i'd love for us to be on i'm just inviting us onto everyone's podcast that we interview so uh we better be on your instagram live uh, or else um i'll find you um (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding you seem so cool um but thanks so much for your time and for hanging out with us and uh we'll catch y'all in two weeks yeah because we're doing it every two weeks now (laughs) we'll put y'all's instagram in the bio and everything yeah, I love it. I love it. Thank you guys for having us out. on. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. This is good. I can't wait for our trip to Egypt.